What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And that's you. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. My computer's tripping, so if I pop off and pop back on again, you know what it is. Hang tight. Hey, man, we got a great show today. This is going to be a fun show. The last couple of shows have been hard-hitting. All right, we were bitter and hurt. All right, we were exposing the system, and it had to be a little bit hard-hitting. But today, hopefully, this would be fun for us. We're going to talk about Alicia Silverstone, who's claiming, you know, these Hollywood actresses, man, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, at first, she she was claiming she couldn't find a date. She was getting off kicked off dating apps. She was trying to have her ex-husband's baby. All right, now she's running around here talking about she sleeps in the same bed as her 11-year-old son unbelievable all right we got some other great stories we're going to give you an update on ricky martin's false alligator withdrawing the story that would have sent him to prison for 50 years all right let's go ahead and give them the buzzer we're also going to talk about a story related to the disneyland brawl i'm sorry the disney world brawl all right if you think that brawl was crazy we're going to review the disneyland brawl right now um not right now uh, later on today, and I'm going to tell you, viewer discretion is advised. Yes, there's going to be some people getting a two-piece and a biscuit. All right. <laughs> we had the curry, chicken and rice family versus the matching community Martin Luther King family, all with matching shirts and pants. All right. Mm. You can't make this up. <laughs> you can't make this up. We also got some other things that we can interject in here. We got the hater-ass mama. All right. There's a hater-ass mama that wrote Dear Abby talking about why she's mad that their kids love their father, despite the fact that the, the father is a jailbird. They left off a piece of information in there. And also somebody on Dear Abby, uh, a wife, talking about she's lusting after her husband's friends. Man, these girls, man. In these streets. Man, what is going on, man? This is a whole bunch to cover here. Maybe if we have time, we got a couple of additional stories uh, to go along with these shows today. It should be fun. And anyway, hit the like button in here. All right, the lights bring help the algorithm it brings more eyes here all right i know i saw somebody in the comment section we're not going to give you a like they act like they got the power over the like all right all right you don't have to give me a like relax anyway but um if you will hit the like button as we go on or we'll gonna get scrum diddly umptious in the building scrum diddly umptious in the building anyway let's get on with the show here dollar sign cga live is how you contribute that's on the Cash App and on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is literally, that is literally a donation place here that you can donate for the show. All right, and I'm going to type it in real quick to see if I can get it in without a mistake. Let me see right here. I got to look down like a boomer. All right, here we go right there. I took typing class in high school. Wow, all right, right there, right there, right there. Anyway, what's going on with the son husbandry out here? Obviously, man, I'm going to tell you, if you out here admitting you're sleeping with your preteen daughter, CPS will be at your door, right? CPS will be at your door. Without further ado, we got to acknowledge the other people, the brothers who have contributed, and the sisters. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. Sisters, yeah, you've been sisters, you've been on my mind. We had a brother donate right at the end of the show. I hate when that happens, but that was at the end of the show. We're going to call you MZ Zoni or Sony, all right? It, it, he's, on, he, he's, he's on the motherland. Appreciate you. Um, it was a late donation right at the end. I know some people donate uh, during the show, and they may be at any point of the show. So that does happen. Anyway, 
Um, somebody says, Rob, thanks for breaking. Thank you for breaking down this topic. That was the family court topic. Sitting this one out says, Neo got a new song about the junior college. Uh-oh, he says, you got the body. Mm. Neo's been manipulated. Did you see Neo caught it? He got it bad. He got a he got a couple of cases on him. He actually had the woman claim, I believe, was it his wife? I can't remember. Uh, there was a woman that claimed that he was the father of the child, and then he went and paid child support and paid it all off, and I can't remember what happened. But Neo got screwed over big time by a woman. And then he married a scripper. All right, shout out to Neo. He was one of my favorite artists probably about eight years ago, seven years ago. Very talented songwriter. Um, but uh, doesn't prove that you have your wits end out here. And uh, Neo, anyway, I'm not going to talk too much about Neo. Shout in, oh, sitting this one out also says, fear is okay, only a fool fears nothing, all right? Protect yourself, all right? Yeah, I think, yeah, people do use that as, oh, that's fear-based and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Defense has got, I mean, you got, you got to, defending yourself, you got to have a fear of losing your position. Right. So anyway, people do talk about that. I don't know if that's an accurate point. A lot of people think men are scared of women. Um, men are scared. Typically, what typically happens as a result of women going sideways and there's no warning system for women going sideways. They don't, there's no toy. There's no tornado warning. They go sideways. Uh, they go sideways because you don't have no game. All right. <laughs> Eric Powell, today's divorce show was a classic. Thank you. You're welcome, man. We need those information. We need those informative shows. So I hope people do get a chance to watch that show and they'll see what the real is. And I have the inside information. I know people, I have stories upon stories of other people being impacted by it. So I can share that. And I have a passion for, for doing this. Albert Ingram says, because of you, I now like being called an Uncle Tom. All right. Shout out to you. Hey, man. Shout out to the shuffle gang over here. We love, we love that Uncle Tom uh, accusation, man, because. It is filled with so much crab in the barrel type syndrome. You know what I mean? Oh, Uncle Tom. A lot of times brothers were scared to be called Uncle Tom. All right. Uh, maybe I bring it into the into the culture to be like, hey man, don't don't be afraid of that. I've never seen somebody get called Uncle Tom and then their life go backwards. You know, the guy ends up going, wait a minute. Am I an Uncle Tom? Perhaps everything's false about my life. I'll give up my house in the suburbs. I'll give up my AMG Mercedes Benz. I'll give up my white wife, flat-backed wife. I'll give up my gated community. I'll give up my executive assistant job that I'm a token black at. I'll give up everything. I move right back to the community right there on Crenshaw and Slauson right now. Right there by Nipsey Hussle's marathon store that got closed down. Right there. Perhaps I'll get clapped in the middle of the street. And then perhaps they'll step over my cold, dead carcass. They'll step over my cold, dead carcass. They'll give me a mural and I'll be forgotten about it in five years. All right. That's what. <laughs> Have Uncle Tom's actually done something like that? Damn, that's an epiphany. Perhaps I'll go back to the hood. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. In the book, the Uncle Tom was, somebody said, that was the hero. You know what I mean? It was the Sambo character that was the despicable one, right? So anyway, uh, yeah, man, they, most people that got Uncle Tom be like, mm, well, how's that going to negatively impact my life? 
being black isn't what I'm trying to be. It's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are, so why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real sellout. If you ask me, you're the real sellout. Oh, by the way, did you guys see that that, that prosecutor in Atlanta that put up the charges for Young Thug and uh, Gunna? And then she came out, she was like, there's a couple of other singers, rap rappers that we're going to get too. She came out and she was like, there's a couple of other rappers that we're going to get. And then I'm watching black folk that care about their community saying, oh, she's just working for the man. And she's trying to bring other black men down. And I'm like, she literally trying to get rid of the criminal element. What? And the, like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Is it going to be you and me? Like, what is it going to be? Uh, do you want the hood to be safe or do you want to stop snitching? I'm got to know there's got to be one. Like, we got to have a middle ground. Oh, she's snitching. She working for the, she's a bed wench, and she bringing down the black, but she bringing down gang members. I'm I'm confused. Listen, I, I'm all for, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I want to be, <laughs> but y'all got to choose one struggle. You know what I mean? Choose a struggle. Do you want to let the hood keep going under? Or do you want, do you want to fix the hood? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Trying to figure it out. Pick one. Don't be like, when the wind blow that way, we need to clean up the hood. No, save Young Gunner and Thug, or whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I guess there's no middle ground. Are we protecting the hood or what? I guess we shuffling. It. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Every day I'm Liddy, I'm loving this hot. <laughs> right. Every day Liddy, I'm loving this hot. Is it Young Gunner and Thug? <laughs> thug, Young Thug and Gunner. All right, shout out to those brothers right there. They had, that hot song is banging. Every day Liddy, I love when it's hot. Turn up the city, I love when it's hot. <laughs> I love that song, man. But I don't know nothing about those brothers. It's Gunna and Young Thug. Anyway, they be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, we already messing around. I told you it's going to be a fun show. Jay says, Curry community versus the Martin Luther King community at Disney World. They was litty, and it had to be hot. In Orlando, Florida, that's why they was fighting. They was fighting over the last. All right, hold on. I was going to say they're fighting over the last piece of chicken, but I'm already in trouble by the pro blacks. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! It's gonna be one of those shows. But literally, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine how hot it is in Orlando, Florida? It's hot as hell. It. I mean, it's hot in Vegas, but. Orlando? Oh, my God. Humidity got to be 100%. All right, where are we at? The Real Fit Style says your morning stream confirms marriage is tricking. Yes, it is. All right, marriage is tricking. We have a false sense of what it is. All right, we will force people into marriage real quick, and these dudes get torn up. Shout out to the Real Fit Styles in the building. Loud Pockets, no, 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 notorious. We are 
we are. Shout out to Eternal Hopes is in the building. He's not using the hope strategy, though. I don't think so. Loud Pockets, the last business startup fund. Oh, my goodness. Them girls with that lash businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start an eyelash business. I'm not I'm not crapping on these young ladies, but you go do you. That's the, that's what we need more of eyelash businesses. Be real. Mahogany. Is she kissing him on the mouth? Hold on. You're ahead of us. Hold on. You're ahead of us, sir. There is perhaps some kissing on the mouth. Hold up. Ooh, we really go get into it. All right. Alicia Silverstone. I always want to call her Silverstein for some reason. Maybe there's something that I feel here. All right, let's get into the show. Let's not mess around. Hey, viewer discretion is advised. You are now, you are choosing to watch this content. And uh, there will be fisticuffs in this particular show. I know YouTube doesn't like the fisticuffs, but I'm going to show things a little bit here. It is what it is. Uh, This show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender, relationship status, race, or class. I got to delete that part. We do... We do this people's class, all right? So classism is real. Uh, the goal of this show is to promote healthy choices, specifically for men and lifestyle finances and relationships, you know, whatever relationships we talk about, right? Emotional relationships. Where are we at here? Let's get to the first part of the show. Let's get to the Ricky, let's get to the Ricky Martin false alligator deal here. And the reason why I didn't comment on this one, because it had some rainbow elements to it, and I don't really touch rainbow stuff. Uh, Ricky Martin allegedly had a nephew. I don't know if it was a step-nephew. There was a whole bunch of confusion there in Puerto Rico. Shout out to Puerto Rico, man. Send me one of them Puerto Rico mommies, for real. All right, fresh out the box, though. Anyway, not one that can stab a brother. All right, so uh, Ricky Martin allegedly had a nephew who said he had an incestual relationship with uh, Ricky um, and that Ricky Martin had somehow been stalking him and he had to have a restraining order against Ricky Martin, which he was issued a restraining order by a Puerto Rican judge. It says right there, Puerto Rican judge. All right. Sometimes people be like, that's racist. I'm like, that's literally what you call him, like Mexican. <laughs> right. You can't call him a Mexican. I'm like, he's from Mexico. Texan, Texas, Texan. Lesbian, lesbos. By the way, do you know, there's an interesting fact about lesbian and lesbos. Now that we're talking about it, because we're talking about Skittles here. I don't know if you know, the island of Lesbos is mythically supposed to be the origin of the term lesbian. All right, because there was a writer somewhere in the early, early days. She was a philosopher and uh, she was from I don't know, remember her name, but she was from Lesbos and she loved the women. But later in like, like 2008, the island of Lesbos whose citizens call themselves lesbians, they sued the LBTG to get the term lesbian removed from the LBG. Mm. I, I, you can't make... Bro. <laughs> But I read that article. Hold on for a second. I people think I'm lying. <laughs> they lost. They lost the lawsuit. <laughs> there it is, right there. They lost. They sued him. Pride source. The Lesbos Islanders take the lesbians to court. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> 
You think you have problems, gentlemen? Try have to be the, at Lesbos Island, taking the lesbians to court and losing. Oh, my God. It says right here, three, three residents of the Greek island of Lesbos, they filed the, to reclaim the word lesbian because they're from Lesbos. Oh, my God. And stop the uh, group, the homo, you know what, and lesbian community of Greek, I don't know what it is, from using it. They lost their case on July 22nd here. This was 2008. The plaintiff claimed that the alleged theft of lesbian from the island's residents amounted to psychological and moral grape. And Athens court found the claim baseless and ordered the trio to pay $360, uh, $63 in costs. It says right here, gay women are believed to have adopted the word in memory of Sofa, Sappho, Sappho, a poet who lived in the island in the 6th century B.C. and wrote about love between women. Man, I tell you, man, look, man, hey, man, this world needs that. Where's the asteroid? Anybody order one up? Let's get one going. All right, can we get can we get an asteroid? Anyway, world is gone. Wor world is gone. Wait a minute. World is gone. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> anyway, here it is right here. Uh, Ricky Martin's. It says right here, Ricky Martin's nephew on Thursday withdrew his claims that he was harassed by the 50-year-old singer after calling off their affair. Uh, Martin's nephew has said the two ended a romantic relationship earlier this year, but Martin would not leave him alone in that loiter near his house. Quote, at least three times, unquote, the 21-year-old said he feared for his safety, leading a Puerto Rican judge to issue a temporary restraining order against Martin. And um, it says right here, he withdrew the claim that he was harassed by Martin after calling off the affair. Quote, this was never anything more than a troubled individual making false alligators claims with absolutely nothing to substantiate them, according to Martin's attorney. And um, the La Vida Loca singer has denied claims earlier this month. The protective, the protection order entered against me is based on completely false allegations. So I will not respond through the wait. I will respond through the judicial process with the facts and the dignity that characterize me. Now, with that being said, we know how these things could be handled. Ricky Martin is worth a lot of money, so potentially what could have happened is they could have paid off the nephew to shut the hell up, like bruh. And if he's a troubled individual, all he's going to do is Hunter Biden all that money up. He gonna Hunter Biden all that money. He gonna be snorting it, smoking it, shooting it, injecting it hoeing it, and then three, four years later, he going to come out with a tell-all book. So as we know it right now, as it stands, it was a false alligator. Another false alligator put to bed. But unfortunately, in, the, in their community, they can put these claims to bed pretty fast. If this was a woman and Ricky was probably interested in women, then that claim wouldn't be put to bed. Let's just say it was a niece. If it was a 21-year-old niece and he's 50 years old, and a niece came out, I don't think he puts this to bed, but because it's, you know, a lot of people don't want the dirty detail. They want to support the Skittles community, but they don't want the dirty details. You really don't want to go in on that community, bro. They got, they be doing some stuff that you don't want to know. You'd be like, out, la, 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 la. <laughs> You'd be like, I, I support you. All shake their hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you good. You, you good, homie. Yeah, just going going into the shower. You be in the gym, going into the yeah. We don't worry about it, man. Hey, 
Yep, pride. But because <laughs> they'd be like, let me tell you about the time. They'd be like, let me tell you about the time. You'd be like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Bruh, take your ass. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, uh. <laughs> and he'd be like, we have to sit here and listen to your stories about you clapping junior college girls. But you don't want to hear when I'm clapping. Uh, no, no, I don't want to hear it. Keep it to yourself, homeboy. Keep it to you. No, I don't. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> he said, I try to hear. I ain't try to hear all. We good. No discriminate, but take yo. No, anyway, shout out to everybody because I know some brothers. <laughs> I know some brothers watch me from the community and all that. I'm just saying, y'all got too much detail. I don't want to detail. 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 Pause on the detail. And let me go to the next <laughs> story. Whew. I'm sweating. Detail. Anyway. Sounds like a bad day in YMCA. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Anyway, let's go to the fight. Are we going to the fight already? No, let's go to the hater ass single mother. All right, here it is right here. Here's a story from Dear Abby. Here it is right here. This is what you got to watch out for. Yeah, I'll ruin the word detail. Pause. Uh, here's a here's a hater-ass mom. I don't know how I stumbled upon this story. Hater-ass mom. So she writes, Dear Abby, why do my kids prefer spending time with their jailbird father than to be with me? All right, to being with me. Well, first of all, you're a killjoy. First of all, you're a, you know what I mean? You're a party pooper. You're a party pooper Karen who writes in the Dear Abby. Yeah, you're you're a, you're miserable. You're a box wine. I mean, come on. I mean, what else can I say? But let's go ahead and read it. It says right here, my husband, my ex-husband, of course, has been incarcerated on and off for the last several years. Why has he been incarcerated? That's going to be a detail that I'm going to need to know. Killjoy. You know what I mean? Her name is Joy. Kill Joy. He probably been incarcerated because you dragging his ass in family court and child support court. Did you even bother to bring that up? You didn't even tell me what his character is. He's in jail because of you, more than likely. He in jail for child support. It says the kids adore him and want nothing more than to spend time with him, even though I'm the responsible parent who cares for them and provides for their needs. Hater ass parent, hater ass moms. Again, these women hate their exes more than they love their kids. Why don't you be happy for your kids that want to be with their dad? Why don't you go get some skins? Why don't you go get your bag blown out while they over there with that the, at their daddy's house instead of going, oh my God, that's the hero after you're trying to ruin him. This is the behavior. Here it is right here. I'm glad the kids are not angry with him. And I'm trying to understand about their needs for love and acceptance from him, even though they are no longer young children. She mad that the kids like the daddy. Here it is. However, I can't help feeling anxious, angry, and jealous. Oh, at least you were. 
admits it, because in spite of his many poor choices, they prefer spending time with him more than with me. He was also, wait, he has always been an irresponsible parent, according to you, and it crushes them every time he goes back to jail. Why is he going back to jail? You left that out, ma'am. You take his ass to child support, contempt of court. And it says right here, no matter what, they run to his rescue whenever he needs something, be it money, transportation, etc. How can I handle this in the best way for the sake of my children without causing stress on them in our relationship? Um, sincerely, stable parent in California. It seems like you're the problem here. Everybody else is happy with life, but you're miserable. And what even pisses you off more is your kids are happy around that man. Now, I don't know nothing about that man, but this would have been a time to tell us about him. And it sounds like you left out the details because probably you put in the, you're creating the conditions for him to go to jail. I'm just going to assume that that is going to be a broad assumption. But uh, you didn't say he was a druggie. He commits crimes. You would have said that he's a criminal. He got caught robbing a bank. You would have said that. You would have said he was addicted to drugs. You, you would have said that, but you didn't say it. So I'm thinking you're causing this situation. And not only are you causing it, when he get fresh out of jail, I don't bail. Fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Soon as I step on the stage, I'm hearing hoochie screaming. All right. And you mad. You mad about the money. You mad. Man, I'm going to tell you. And let's see what dear Abby responded. Dear parent. Dear stable parent, stable parent in California. Uh, please accept my sympathy. What? You have been forced into this role of the authorita authoritarian parent while your husband has adopted the role of a loosey-goosey fun parent, which is how your children still regard him. Um, first of all, ladies, if you give your custody, give custody to the father, the roles would switch because then the father has to be the authoritarian. The father has to pull rank on the kids and they came ready to get, they'll be ready to leave dad's house. But you guys are so stupid as to hog the custody to steal money from the, the daddy, you put him in jail, you make him a martyr. And the kids can feel it because he said the kids are no longer children. They're probably teenagers. And the teenagers know you are miserable. Oh, I almost said the C word. You're a miserable party pooper Karen. And you're mad that you're trying to ruin the dad and the kids can see it. So now you got dear Abby on your side. Despicable. And it says right here, it isn't fair, and I feel for you, but until they wise up on their own, there's nothing that you can do about it. So try not to spend too much time dwelling on it. Live your life when, when faced with consequences that's not truly, uh, that's not likely to change soon. That's all anyone can do. All right, so Abby sided with this party pooper as hating ass mama. Okay, hey, give the custody to the father. Let him fail. Let him leave the kids somewhere while he go to jail and get handcuffed. And then they come running to you. But the fact that they deal with you 87% of the time, uh, now you got to pull rank and they see how miserable you are. And they do, I, I don't think you guys know how miserable older women can be. They're absolutely deplorable to be around. I mean, you can't be around them. They're in misery. And people might say that about me, old stodgy ass. <laughs> but I ain't never hear no 40-year-old woman complain. I hate being around you. They'd be like, can I move in? Can I move in? Oh, my God. We can be together. You're 40. I'm 40. We make a fantastic power couple. That's all I hear from them begging. They begging to be with a man like me. All right. Well, you have your life together. Perhaps I can live off your expenses and I can save all of my money. 
and then ditch your ass, then go get me another, you know, level up. But they're miserable, B. DeBron. They're miserable. And they don't, you know what's funny? They don't even realize how miserable they are. I'll admit that I'm not the best to be around. I just don't like to be around women for too long, period. I, I don't like being around people for too long. So don't, don't take it offensive. But then there's a choice. I'll be like, oh, around women? I'm no. They got to be jumping on a trampoline. They got to be stretching for, you know, dance competitions, adult dance competitions. I'll be around them for that on mute with headphones on. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Anyway, where are we at here? Let's take that story down. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Oh, th- let me acknowledge the hate Naz wife that wrote to Dear Abby. Here's a story about a wife. This is what your wives are out here doing, guys. All right. This is what your wives are out here doing. You working hard. You work it hard. This is what they're doing to your husband. This is what they're doing to your husbands. This woman writes to Dear Abby, I can't stop fantasizing about being with my husband's best friend. Wow. Wow. Right behind the husband's back and he paying the bills. Here it is right here. Dear Abby, Dear Abby, I have a huge crush on my husband's friend, Shane. I think about him daily and fantasize about him every night. He used to come into the place where I worked once a month. I would tell him, I was, he says, I wanted to tell him back then how I felt, but I chickened out. You're married. You're married. What are we doing, ma'am? What's going on here? And it says right here, I recently changed jobs and he came into where I work now. I made a point of talking to him, but he but said nothing about how I feel. I'm sure he could tell by the way I was smiling. I went to the races when Shane was racing and wanted to tell him then. I don't know what he was racing. My husband was there. The husband right there, bro. And she out there getting wet for Shane, which is normal. But women don't deny it. I'm a one woman man. I'm a one man woman. Uh, My husband was there and went over to talk to him. So I stayed sitting on the bleachers. When my husband returned, he said Shane asked him where I was. Abby, I felt I have felt this way for two years, two years. My husband, and I ha- wait, my husband and I have been married for seven. They already done. They already done divorce. And, and the husband has no clue. All of a sudden, she's going to come in and say, I'm not happy. <laughs> That's all she's going to say. I'm not happy. And it's going to blow up. While I'm driving home from work, I fantasize about Shane riding in the car with me. I hurry to get to town, hoping I see him at the gas station or passing by. She keeps on passing me by. She keeps on passing me by. All right, he says, he says right here, I'm considering contacting him on Messenger. This is some old ass people. I have never thought about my husband this way. Oh, my goodness. And that's you. Man. And that's you. That's a tough ass pill to swallow, gentlemen. And that's you. Yeah, man. That's who she married. And that's you. That's what happens when you are the that you. And that's you. And now he's going to get torched in a divorce. I have never thought about my husband this way. Please give me some advice on what to do. Sincerely, over the moon in Missouri. That explains it. Missouri. I mean, you know, what do you got to come and go over there? 
You don't even got a win Dixie over there. What kind of store are you trying to pass them up at? All right, dear over the moon, nowhere in your letter did you mention whether your feelings for Shane are reciprocated. If you contact him, what exactly do you plan on telling him that you love him, that you lust for him? Your efforts would be better spent trying to figure out what happened to the excitement in your marriage. And that's you. It never was there. She married the safe option and she wants to return. In the street. All right. Um, what happens to the excitement in your marriage? And she says, I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Rather than starting a romance with your husband's friend, if you do what uh, you have in mind and Shane doesn't feel the same way, it will be enormously embarrassing. Yeah, man, if your husband, if your your friend's wife comes on to you, you got to bang her out. But then you got to tell her, you got to tell your friend that your your friend's husband or your friend's wife is a 304. I messed all of that up. But yeah, man, if your friend's wife does come on to you, just go ahead and blow that back out. And then you tell him, you tell him your wife is for. In these streets. <laughs> Pull her hair demoralizer you know what i mean just just treat her despicably you know man all the way down the gullet pull her hair all that you gotta what are the you gotta degrade her you completely degrade her you know what i'm saying <laughs> just playing <laughs> i don't advise i don't advise sleeping with married women i actually don't i think it's despicable but in this case she came on to you. You know what I mean? You got to do it. And you got to tell your you got to tell your homie, your, your wife is a hoe. Just completely degrade her and then show her the proof. I would put the black queen of spade on her damn face. I would write it all over the damn, right all over her cheek and use it as a target. Anyway, <laughs> don't do that. That was a joke. That was a joke. Anyway. What else is he says? The next time you you have a fantasy about Shane, I urge you to switch to another channel. All right. So dear Abby talked her off the ledge. This is what modern, this is what women are doing. You get married to them and they fantasize about your damn homie. Just a damn despicable shame. All right. So anyway, I'm closing up tabs right now. So I don't have too much running in the background and my computer shuts off. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, where is this? Let me do this banner. Take that banner down. All right. I'm going to do the contribution to today's show. Today's show might be short today. Mm. I need some rest. Junior college been, they've been biting today this week. Well, what, what is it? Middle of the month? Yeah, man. It's the last 10 days in a month. Junior college girls be hungry out here. They be straight up hungry, hungry ass, horny ass, hungry hippo, hippos. All ages, too. All ages. <laughs> anyway. You're like, this is deplorable. Why are you recommending these things to people? Shout out to, we're going to call you, um, you've donated before. We're going to call you M. Brown. All right, that's what we'll do. I once dated a single mother that still to this day has her has her 12-year-old son sleeping with her, shaking my head. No longer will I ever be with any chick, all right, especially that one, free agent for life, polyamorous. We're polygynous, polygynous, by the way, but yes, we're poly over here. Coach gang, stand up. We're non-monogamous, if anything. All right, non-monogamous. We don't play all that. I don't play all that monogamy mythi mythology, mythology. Shout out to Maurice Jacqueline. All right, appreciate you for being here, brother. Maurice Jacqueline. 
That's how I pronounce his name. I don't even know if that's how we pronounce it, but I, that's how I pronounce it. We're going to get to the fight here in a minute. What do we got over here? David McFarland back in the building. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you for being here. All right, we doing big. Sitting this one out says pro blacks talk big, but they kids like, or but they kids look like Mike Bibby. <laughs> they be looking like Mike Bibby. You know what I mean? Halfway. They got that, uh, they got that inferiority complex where they got to overprove their blackness. It's despicable. They're like, calm down, light skin. Like, calm down, Casper. So you you good. You don't got to overcorrect. Shout out to Brian Horsley. Thank you for being here and again and again. Again and again and again. All right. We'll give you a co-sponsorship at this, a real sponsorship at this point. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, for all the usual suspects. Thank you, man. Michael Reed, we'll just call it that. He says for ninja watching. He sends it for ninja watching. All right. Thank you for the ninja watchers in here. All right. This one, now that I'm going to go on to this one, I got to write viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. I know that I, now that I said that, it's going to be like the hot stove. Don't touch that. Now you're going to be intrigued. You're like, well, he's warning me. So that means something's good coming up. Then you're going to watch it and you're going to say, how dare you? And you're going to be mad at me and you're going to be like, God dang it. Now I got to report your ass. And I was out here having fun. You know what I mean? We having fun. And then yo, Killjoy ass came over here. Oxygen thief. Not only are you a Killjoy. You're a party pooper. All right. Come on, man. Party poopers. But we're having fun. Hey. Uh, boom. Boom. Pop, lock, and drop it. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with all that. Hit him with that Cobra. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Now that we got that oh, out of the way, the Disneyland brawl. The brawl that settled the score. We're going curry, chicken, and rice over here. Popeye's chicken sandwich over here. All right. For some reason, people got busy over at the Disney. Let's go ahead and pop that up. Here's the story. Oh, wait. This isn't the video I want to show you. It says Disney World brawl. Fist fly in the video taking on a fight of the at, at Magic Kingdom. Witness tell. Witness tells Fox 35. Channel 35 in Orlando, Jesus. Last time I was in Orlando, Orlando's a cool little place. I don't know if I can live there. Ocean, I'm uh, sorry, Orange Avenue or Orange Street, it was Liddy. All right, Orange Avenue was Liddy. Whatever they call it, Orange Street, yo. If you go to Orlando, it's Liddy. But make sure UCF is in, in school. Don't go during the summer. Go when the UCF freshmen around there and sophomores. But um, other than that, they have a lot of mastodons in Orlando. I'm just letting you know. I was like, I didn't realize somebody can get that big. Every time I go to the South in the United States, I'll be like, what? This is how I be when I go to the South United States. I'll be like, like, y'all be big for no reason like big. Like, it was, it's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like, um. Like, sometimes in the West Coast, you see big people, but then you see people that are, you know. But the average person in the South is big. The average person in the South is big. Like, and they're big, big. Like, they're big, like, young and big. I'm like 20, they're like 38, 32, 28, and big. Like, I'm like, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? You getting damn a crane for your funeral for sure. There will not be six people carrying your casket. 
there's not going to be six. There's definitely going to be a crane. I'm like, we got to do something about this because it's, <laughs> it's an epidemic, man. I'd be like, man. And the women behind the back of their knee, you know, their legs from, you know, because they wear shorts. Everybody wears shorts to cover up all their whole leg, all that, all because they look like a pack of sausage. And then I'm not dissing, but I'm just telling you, in the rest of the United States, it's not that bad. Like, people aren't that big. So you see the shorts, they wear them jorts, or they wear cutoff jeans, and then it covers up all their leg and until you get to the knee fat. And then right in the back of the knee, they calve, they canko go wham. Like right there in the back of the knee. And they come out like this, wham. And then it looked like a tree trunk right down the back. There's no definition between the kneecap. Like there's no kneecap. You can't even see the kneecap. I'd be like, I want to I want to feel where the kneecap could possibly be. Because when I wear shorts, you can see my kneecap right here. <laughs> I mean, it's real. I'll be like, wow, like, damn. And that big ass can't go be like, wham, right down to the damn, right down to the foot. It'd just be a one big block. You don't see the ankle bone on the outside, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Somebody watching me right now. Somebody pissed. All right, hold on for a second. I'm just wondering, like, that cannot be. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not talking about you. I'm describing you. I'm just describing what I see because I'm very visual, and I'm trying to. I don't even care about the fupa. I'm just looking at the legs, like, like this don't anatomically make sense. And then they had a buffalo hump in the back of their neck. Stop. Anyway, <laughs> some of y'all pulling up prawn with that specific imagery. <laughs> I although before we get into the story. I don't know if you know, whoever you're surrounded by mostly, that's who you're going to fantasize about sexually. So if you're around people like that, that's who you're going to like. Do you know that? This is why people get in trouble. They be at work at nursing homes. You're like, why would they do that? But all day they around like 80 year old people. And they're like, mm. <laughs> all right, I got to stop before I really get in trouble. But I think what happens is, like, if you're around ironing board, Kaylee's, and flatbacks, and that's all you see, the majority of women you see are flatbacked, then you're like, oh, I like flatbacks. If you're around black folk all the time, you like black folk. If you're around white folk all the time, you like white folks. If you're around, it's a, it's a sad thing. I'm not lying. Actually, even when you get to talk about these female teachers sleeping with their uh, Jamal and them, it's because that's who they're around all day. They're around the adult teachers, but think about it. A teacher, and I'm not defending them in any way, in any way, shame, fame, shame for fame. I'm not defending them in any, any way. But a teacher is around kids all day. And if they ain't got their wits in, then it actually could be like, all right, I need to really work on this and get some therapy. Everybody that passes through their halls every day in their classroom with that. And so then they develop these sick fantasies. And then they can't help themselves. So if you think that's sick, what I described, some psychologists could probably back me up, by the way. It is also equally sick that if you develop whatever attraction for people, be it unhealthy or not, or that they're unhealthy or not, you're only liking them because that's what you're around. Sad, it's sad. I tell uncomfortable truths here. You can disagree, but I tell uncomfortable truths.
continuing. I told you viewer discretion is advised. Let's get to the let's get to the fisticuffs. I'm not even gonna read the story no more because they don't even know. I read the story and nobody knows. Nobody knows what happened. All I saw is this Indian family getting a head beat in, and this one Indian family was going for his. Here it is right here. It's always the family with the matching uniform on. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to wear the whole same uniform so nobody gets lost. Somebody getting dragged. I see mostly black women fighting. The black men aren't really fighting that much. I see one of the Indian or the Middle Eastern brothers fighting too. This is kind of indicative of community. The, the black women are the defenders of the community. And this dude right here, he was getting handled by two black women right here. He reaching for the jammy. He thinking about reaching for the jammy. Now, this is ridiculous, bro. This dude too big for himself. Too, he reaching for the jammy. Look out. Oh, my God. He could have clapped. This dude could have clapped up the entire place. He was thinking about it. He was thinking about it. This is like some Samoan. Oh, he stole. By the way, whoever's doing camera work on here, you did a shitty job. All right, watch this. So the curry, I mean, the uh, Middle Eastern Indian dude right here, watch. You can barely see it. But he was taken a licking by two black women. And he ran up on somebody unsuspecting. I can't tell if this is a woman, but he laid him a good, solid ass rabbit punch. He caught him off guard. Wham. Oh, he got him good. And now he about to get his ass kicked. All right. I got a question. Why do women scream? I know it's a part of our natural instinct, but screaming is not really going to do anything. You know what I mean? Just be screaming for no reason, you know. All right, so somebody getting handled over here. Whoever's doing the camera work, you you fired. All right, come on, man. You ain't following none of the uh, fisticuffs. You late to the game. All right, so uh, there's uh, Demetrius, the daddy with the, with the slides and the socks, too. Y'all be doing it different in the South, man. The slides and the socks? Okay. Somebody's sunglasses about to get stepped on. It's a big dude coming in now. This big dude. Ooh. Look out. Oh my lord, they getting bigger and bigger. This dude sure rip. They trying to separate. Chill. Oh, another again, another sister got a little punch in right now. So watch this sneaky sister right here. She got in another rabbit punch. They stealing on each other. This is the definition of stealing. Where's security at? Where's security? Hey, we Two days ago, we was talking about Sesame Place getting discriminated, and security is nowhere to be found. Watch this sister right here. This sister right here. She's going to sneak somebody. You can see she acting funny. Wham, she whipped it, so you can't really see it, but she caught somebody slipping. Let me see who she catch. She caught somebody. This girl, I think this person right here, she caught 
her ass. She caught her watch. Oh, that oh, you can hear the hit. You can hear the hit. Watch this. Listen. She caught her ass. Oh, you can hear it without even seeing it. Wow, she caught her. Now, this brother right here got his fist balled up. Something happened to him. He must have got, I think he was the dude that got snuck. Fanny packs everywhere. Big old ghetto booties. Look at these booties, man. You don't see these every day. Look at them booties, boy. Oh, my goodness. Okay, something happened here. Weave everywhere. Okay, there's security. There's security right there. Look at the security guard that shows up on the scene. Yeah, she's going to get things together. She's going to calm everything down. Becky with the extensions coming in. All right. What is she going to do? You got the Johnson family reunion going in on the, you know, on the Indian brothers, the Curry brothers. What are you going to do with that damn uniform on? They still going at it. Somebody getting held back. Boy, look at, did you see this thing right here, bro? Watch this. Hold on for a second. Let me pause it. Look at this. Body by hostess. All right, continuing on. Oh, the, oh, we got some racism going on there. Somebody called somebody a monkey. All right, now we getting racist. Now they don't start it up again. You called them a monkey. Let's go. Security guard. Where's security? I couldn't tell. If, oh, my, my, my. You know she lives somewhere with no air conditioning. Continuing. Be sweating all day. Oh, your shade's gone, homie. There's one security guard, and it's a female, Becky. She don't look like she's going to do anything. There's another security guard. There's another female security guard. What are these What are these security guards going to do? There's another one. Where are the men at? And I guarantee you when the men come over there, they're going to be on their tippy toes. The male security guards at Disney World, like, who be like, I work security at Disney. They're going to come over there. I can fly. I can fly. I can fly. I can fly. <laughs> They'll come over here. They're going to be the dudes like, no, somebody's downstairs. I'm staying up here. My goal is to survive. This is what happens when you have a progressive world. I can save the world. Captain Marvel and all the dudes. He can fly. He can fly. You know how they're going to come over. They're going to be like Sashay Shantae. They ain't trying to break up no fight. He got his shirt ripped. Oh, he didn't. Okay, you got a mask on? You deserve to get hit. Especially in Florida. You wearing a mask? Yeah, you deserve all of that. Continuing on. Face condom ass. Right. Anyway, he got his face condom on. Yeah, you deserve to get snuck. Nobody in the whole park got a mask on but you. Yeah, I would have snuck you too. Continuing. There's another female security guard. Okay, so I count three. I haven't seen one male security guard yet. Mm. <laughs> All I saw is three. What is little Natalia going to do right here? Natalia, what are you going to do? This is crazy. You know what? You're my TV. You're my TV. 
He said, trust you. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. oh, the sister again. Oh, my gosh. They didn't grab the girls. This girl. Sister came in for some more. It's still going. She big, too, man. Like, what is going Man, we got to get America in shape. Look at this, man. And she got, hey, she's the hopeless romantic one of the group. Um, remember when I described hopeless romantics at Disneyland? This is who I'm describing right here. They always got the ears on and they always like, oh, I feel like Princess Jasmine. And I want to fall in love with an Aladdin. They be like, street rat, <laughs> whatever it is. Like, okay. She's the, always the one that want to fall in love. I want a man that does this and that. That is the hopeless romantic. She's the poster child. Continuing. There's a look, 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 look at the security here at Disneyland or Disney World. No men. This is who comes to your rescue. And you wonder why the fight can't get broken up. Have you seen any male security guards yet? Where they at? Okay, here's another one with a little earpiece. Another female to the right. Hey, man, this is this is what's going to happen if we ever have a cultural breakdown. If we ever have a societal breakdown, this is exactly what's going to happen. And I don't blame people, men, for not coming to rescue because when you do come to the rescue, they blame you. Oh, here's one. I don't even know if he's security. There she is. What is she going to do with that? Them pants all over, all up, up over her belly like that. She got her pants hiked up all up over her belly like that. Like, you got to make a choice. You're going to be like, Am I going to put the belt line up under the belly or over the belly? She was like, I'm a over the belly belt line. Some people are under the belly. Like this dude right here, he wears his belt line under his belly. She wears her belt line up over the belly. She got that booty do, right? She do got that booty do. Who's a, we have to do a poll. Are you a over the belly or a under the belly belt line person? I wear mine. I wear mine right at the belly. <laughs> All right, here we go. There's another female. This is a different one. Another female security guard right here. Nan, Nan, male security guard. They still scrapping. Unbelievable. Unbe and that's Florida. You would have thought that was California. And you wonder why they can't get it. So listen, that doesn't go. That's not the all-time best Disney fight, by the way. And this is where people are going to get mad. The best Disney fight was at Disneyland. Are you ready? Hey, if you're a little bit squeamish, if you're a party pooper, leave now. But Disney fight of all time, we're going to show it. We're going to show the best Disney fight of all time. All right, you guys ready? All right, so here we go. We're going to California now, so I'll be just as critical of the, the body shapes in California here. I think this is California. Yep, this is California. So they're going to have some. By the way, every amusement park got some really, really sad, soggy bodies around here. Is this, is, oh, is the disclaimer up? Here's a disclaimer right here. Warning, this video includes images and audio some viewers might find upsetting or disturbing. Log off right now. We'll give you a second. But the best Disney fight, for sure.
California, here we go. This is according to fair use, by the way. Oh, man, Cali, man, hey, I was dissing the South, but now I got to go in on California. These three are not in good shape at all. Matter of fact, I can't even describe this shape. Well, the people in the background are in decent shape. Look, look at all these skinny ass legs around here. Skinny legs over here. Skinny legs over here. You got like an egg with legs. You know, she a little bit of sloppy yogurt right here. Ling, ling, you know. All right. But the rest of the wowzers. My God. All right. She's going to be the instigator along with the guy in the red shirt. So watch those two mostly. And look at this brother right here. His whole posture. He's watching. I think he's watching his woman getting yelled at. Man, what happened to manhood? Somebody has said Dane from Cali. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So they're not from Cali. All right, Moose. Moose Hefner says he's throwing in the defense system. I think she spit on him, if I'm not mistaken. I was too busy coughing. Um, I think she spit on him. Yeah, she did. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you guys know, spitting is assault. And so he two-pieced them up and a biscuit. Yep. Okay. All right. They squaring up. Okay. You know, oh, what's happening? Okay. Dude lost his hat. He he got his milk dud out. Ooh, that big girl likes. Oh, my Lord. Body going every which away. Look at where her body going. It's going north, south, east, and west. She like, I'm going to go back, back, forth, and four. Uh-oh, she's tripping all on the train. Okay, dude came over with a roundhouse. He couldn't get nothing. He trying to get something. He ain't ready to fight. Another big dude come in. Granny rolls up. Did Granny not roll up in her chair? Holy moly. Look at little Tra Tra Travarius. Little Travarius is down here. White dude trying to get in. They still squaring up. All right. Look at Travarius right here. White folks scrambling. Look at the white folks. They're like, I did not pay $200 a day for this. White folks are out. Look at Hector in the back. Hector like, yeah. Hector got one of them wives you want, man. She's super duper quiet as hell. She don't say nothing. Hector got a quiet ass wife. All right. Anyway, let's go ahead. Trayvari is going to get knocked over. Oh, she went in. Ooh, she big, bro. Why is Sister's always fighting. Uh-oh, here comes some straggles. They got something to say. Straggles coming in. She got a lot of weave. He got his shirt ripped like Hulk Hogan. Here comes some, oh, ooh, the big girl got that weave. Oh, no, what? Wait a minute. Granny, Granny went down? What happened? Granny went down like a sack of potatoes. What happened here? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wait, how did Granny go down? Oh, she done twisted her knee. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Look how she laid out on the ground like that. Her body done went every she put up she pulled up on the scooter and now she laid out flat. Granny, granny trying to get a lawsuit. Oh, <laughs> Where are we? Are we? Are we trying to change this community? These are oxygen thieves. If I ain't ever seen one, 
granny, you have no business on the floor laid out. And look at this. I can fly. He's not even trying to do nothing. Here's security coming in. Look at this person. Look at this person's security. Hey, man, society's done, man. I can't. I can't. Get up, grandma. Oh, no, not grandma. Yeah, where is security? There he is right there. They should have realized that. This is Disney Utopia. Uh-oh. Look who coming back. Oh, they got mama. She done twisted her knee. Ooh. Oh, my. Damn, Sean. Oh, now she out. Oh, my God. Look at... I feel you, brother. I feel you. Yeah, man. You worked pretty hard to get us here. You sold that. I mean, I won't say any of that. We won't go into that. Let's just say, we'll just talk about your good works. Um, You worked pretty hard, and this is what ended up of us. You be rolling around in your grave right about now. Hey, Martin, let us know what you think about this. No, oh, okay. You don't want to talk about it right now. He bit him busy getting back to the show. Him, him, him pretty busy right now. But look at this, man. Uh oh. Oh my God. What in the hell? Oh, bruh. Oh my Lord. Oh, wait. Now the men running it. Okay. So what happened there? He said, You hit my mama. Son husband ass. He about to go to jail. And he looked like he got some sugar in his tank too, but that's neither here nor there. That's why he beating up on them. Let's see here. Yeah, he definitely, I, I'm the same. Brian, Byron, I caught the same thing. He definitely looked like he got some sugar in his tank. But uh, let's see, here we go. You hit, you hit, oh my goodness. He caught her good. She wasn't ready for all that. I'm gonna skip that one ahead. But uh, at that point, you know, the homie, you know, Odele Vato said, hey, I'm getting into that, bro. You can't be two pieces, three pieces and her up. Oh, man, he caught her. Oh, my good. Held her, held her weave. All right. Enrique coming in. Little puppet coming in. All right. Big smoke. Everybody coming in. The dude with the license plate that say Ramirez in the back coming in, too. The dude with the lowrider coming in. Look at this woman right here. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that looked like some pimp stuff, don't it? Uh-oh, this dude, his wife is like, get out of it. See, watch this. I love the breakdown. So the dude tried to help. Look at the, look at the wife. Said, leave these ninjas alone. <laughs> right here. She ran in. She was like, leave these ninjas alone, man. That ain't none of our business. And he said, no, nah, man. She let, He's like, no, nah, I'm a white knight. You hear it? She's like, leave them ninjas alone. She trying to pull him back. She like, leave him alone. Oh, that's a daughter. Uh-oh. That's the daughter. She curled up in the ball down now. Oh, they going to restrain. Oh, now they restraining him. Yeah, he was the last one. Now they had to pull his ass off. Look, how many dudes pulling him off? One, two, three, four. The Latinos came in mobbing deep, man. Look at all of these Latinos. Now they done pissed off the Latino brothers. Look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're going to come up missing now. 
you messing with Latinos, bro, and they will find a way to co- get your ass, circle your ass up, choke your ass the hell out. Then everybody be like, which one was it? You'd be like, Hector, Ramirez, Fernando. <laughs> you don't know who the hell it was. He was like Enrique. It was actually, <laughs> he goes by his nickname. We don't know what his name is. The Vatos got him. The essays got him and put an end to all of that. Anyway, he was the essays are like you can't be beating up on women. I think that is hold on. What happened in the background? That. They were like, you can't, you know what I mean? We don't even beat our women in public like this. <laughs> in public. Let me get to the super chats. Not that many today, but it's all good. It's all good. That that was the best fight of all. Somebody said the sneak shots were better in the other video. The other video, just you couldn't see the sneak shots. Like, yeah, the sneak shots were good, but you kept missing it because the camera would pan right when the person was like, that person was like, <laughs> you can hear the meat. I think that one was better, though. This one was better because you could see everything clean. Oh, man, almighty. People are going to be mad. They're going to party poop my video today. All right. Hey, I'm not on mean to show it. Shout out to Mr. Thompson in the building. Yes, indeed. We'll call you Doc Thompson. We'll give you a co-sponsorship for that. All right. Keith says, I send this with hate. (laughs) Oh, man, it's sad, man. Where are we at? Chocolate champ, Shell. He says, LOL, hit my mom, and I'm taking you out ASAP. He got her right on the bridge of the nose, too, with that one. You hit my mama, and he full out had the proper extension on it. He rocked her back. No man should be hitting women like that, right? Well, I don't think she hit. Wait, maybe she did. I don't think that woman hit her his mama, though. I think he was near her when the mama fell down. That's I do think that happened. But I don't think that woman, I can't remember. Where are we at? We got a couple here on the uh, on the PayPal. Who are we? Who, who's over here? Shout out to Coach Junior in the building. He says, shout out. He says, should have uh, shot. I can't. I don't know if you mean should. Shout out to one of those rich guys I know. I think you said shout out to one of those rich guys I know. Tried sliding in one of my girl's DMs and tried offering her money for segs. She shut him down quickly and I cut him off because he pulling the snake in the grass. If you are creepy with the money, if you are a creep with money, you're going to take an L and a charge. So I guess what you're saying is, yeah. So um, a guy tried to, I guess it was one of your friends. You knew him and then he tried to slide in your girl's DM. I don't get that, man. I don't get snake in the grass trying to get girls. Like the dudes that brag about sleeping with other dudes' wives and guys like I stole your hoe and your chick chose me. Now I get it if she chose you in a certain context. But if you went in there back backstabbing your homie, and you bragging about it, I don't, I'm not with that. I, for some reason, I'm not with that. That's why dudes don't understand me. I'm like, I got, I have morals. I know I'm a little bit dark on the dark side. But look, if you, if she chose me and she left where you, where she was and then came to see me, that's one thing. But if I'm going behind your back and I'm cool and then I stab you in the back to try to steal your hoe, that's low life behavior. Callie West. Miami, Rain Man broke 
ass. He says Rain Man's broke ass. Uh, should have watched your live stream this morning. Who is Rain Man? Maybe I'm not putting it together. He says Rain Man's broke ass should have watched your live stream this morning since he wants answers. Oh, he was a super chatter, wasn't he, on the other show? Yeah. That he's not willing to invest to find out. He's too busy watching the Satan the Center to be a pimp, but he's broke and wants to simp. Yeah, some of his comments, man, they were like full of simpism. The, the, the Rain Man, I believe that's what it was. And so he was trying to say, see, you're not giving answers, and this guy was giving answers. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he says, I have proof. I think he was the one I had proof. I've had 12 women working for me. And I'm like, how many you got now? Zero. Triggerverse, I'll watch later. But the Disney fight is Jasmine Rice Gang versus the Melted Pudding Pops. Also, Alicia Silverstone's son will probably be Skittles with the touch of a headmed because of his low-key childhood abuse. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to talk about the son too much. But I looked at some pictures of the sun, and uh, that's all I'll say. It's it's off the rails already. You know what I mean? We, we've lost them. <laughs> I don't want to go in too much, though, because I don't talk about children, and that's unfair for me to talk about children critically. He's underage. But if he gets over age, he can get this business all right here, right? So uh, Triggerverse also says, have you seen the story of liberal women self-sterilization? Lilith Unchained, cream pies everywhere. Um, Self-sterilization? What are we doing? Hey, man, we're, we're in end times. Everything they've been saying in biblically end times, it's, let me see. Catalyzation. Yeah, we're in the end times. We've accepted. And I don't know if you know, it says liberal activist claims she's eagerly sterilized herself because of the debate because of debate over early termination. So she's there, man. Yeah, if you are anything like me, you just, on. it's gone. I mean, we've, we've done just about everything to really just want to disassociate ourselves. Uh, but that's people from the left coast and the, and the right coast. Everybody in between mostly is at least somewhat, you know, rational about beliefs. You know, we live in an overwhelmingly, what you would call a red country. We're overwhelmingly red, but population-wise, not so much. And then electoral college-wise, not so much. I mean, if you actually look at the map, um, you know, the flyover states, everybody there is mostly going to be voting conservative or somewhat moderate. Uh, but then when you have L.A., San Francisco, the mass-populated areas, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, Washington, D.C., New York, uh, somewhat uh, Miami or something like that, and Illinois and speckles of St. Louis and downtrodden cities, they make up a great populace of the country, too. And, But it's not even, <laughs> I don't even know uh, to show you the map, but if you look at it in the electoral map, you're like, how did, how did, the, how did the Republicans ever lose? Well, there's some oxygen thieves out here too. Look up the Louisiana. Let me look up the Louisiana purchase. I don't know if you know about the Louisiana purchase. It's not just Louisiana that they purchased. They purchased basically all of the available swamp land of America. And that's where that's where the story of America ends right there. 
the oxygen thieves of our civilization, the swamp lands, the people like the, you know, the people who don't matter, right? Missouri. Let me show you on a map. I know people are going to be mad here. All right. Everybody in the Louisiana purchase territory is going to be upset with me. And they got it for dirt cheap. Napoleon was like, get rid of this ish. It's swamp. Nobody will ever want to live there. And you live there now. <laughs> All right, sorry. Here we go. Let me see if I can pull up the land. The land is because people think it's uh, Louisiana that they bought. But let's just show you what was responsible for Louisiana purchase. It's basically the. The in, uninhabitable lands of America. So everything from New Orleans swampland all the way up to modern day Louisiana into Arkansas, Northern Texas, Oklahoma. You got, uh, you got Missouri and, and all of these Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, Iowa. Yeah. Missouri and all of this. Nobody want to live here. Nope. Like Napoleon was like, get rid of this ish. It ain't nothing but tornadoes and swampland. Minnesota, bits of Minnesota. It's like, get rid of this ish. The French got it and was like, get rid of it, son. We can't do nothing with this, son. <laughs> and they was like, over here is Mexicans. And they, they over here is Spain and they tearing our ass up. The conquistadors is ripping up shop. They wrecking shop over here, over here. So Mexico was here. Right. They had all of this ish, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, California, Tejas, the good parts of Texas. A little bit of Colorado and up here was all the Oregon Trail with, you know, they was all out there, you know, all everybody from Oregon was, uh, you know, tearing all the Indians up to get here. So up here is the middle. This is the middle America right here. And. It was trash. <laughs> they were like, get rid of this ish. It's cold as hell up here. Nobody's ever going to live here. Nobody ever would want to live here. It's too muddy down here. Swamp, alligators, mosquitoes. Man, they was like, get rid of that garbage. Anyway, shout out to you in American History Lesson by CGA. Now, that's primarily where everybody is stealing oxygen. Let's get to the main story. Yeah, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska. If you ever wanted to know, that's the Louisiana Purchase right there. If you ever want to know where to relocate, don't relocate in any state that would been had been in the Louisiana Purchase. You're probably going to make a good decision. You're gonna, your decision is going to be good. If you relocate into the Louisiana Purchase lands where Francais wanted no parts of, they like, get rid of it. Thomas Jefferson was like, we'll pay you $2 million for it. What was it, $12 million? It was a steal. And the reason why it was a steal was because for America, though, for America, let's just show you, for America, it actually gave us access to west of the Mississippi River. So before that, America had no access to this Mississippi River. France was sitting over there. They weren't over there. There was nothing there. But they were like, we need to get over there. We need to get to the Mexicans, the Mexicans, and steal their land. 
Also, the Louisiana Purchase led to pretty much that's going to be the end of slavery right there. Because with that land, they're going to convert those into states. And then those states had to, that was the Mason-Dixon line. So every every territory that wanted to become a state in, within the Louisiana Purchase basically had to figure out were they above or below the Mason-Dixon line. Then they had to decide if they were going to be a slave state or a free state. And then it threw off the balance of uh it threw off the balance the north part uh, there were more slave states than free states or more free states than slave states just completely threw off the balance it changed history it changed history the louisiana purchase it was a big deal it gave us access to the mississippi river west and then actually determined because then determined determine what states were going to be slave or free and that led to what the civil war mm. led to the civil war because now these people are like hey we want these states to be slave. We want these states to be free. Let's fight. On guard. Quick history lesson by CGA. Some of it accurate, some of it not. <laughs> All right. But those people now are called flyover state. You don't matter. Like most of these states right here, you can't even fly into. You know what I mean? Directly. You can't even fly in directly to any of these states. You'd be like, let me fly into Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, that was drunk history, CGA. I'm going to fly into Des Moines, Iowa. Nope. Perhaps I'll fly into Little Rock, Arkansas. You can't get no damn flight. I'm going to leave L.A., fly into Billings, Montana. Nope. You're going to need three stops. <laughs> three stops. Now, perhaps I'm going to get a ticket. I'll fly into Columbia, Missouri. Everywhere you fly in here, you got to take two stops and drive three hours. Because you're not going. <laughs> I told you I was a classist. You're not going anywhere near wherever the airport you're going. You don't go like, I'm going to fly into Des Moines and drive 15 minutes from the airport to your destination. When you fly into Des Moines, you you drive in three hours somewhere. <laughs> Got my rental car. Here we go. Right down Tornado Alley. Driving somewhere in Saline, Kansas. Salina, Kansas. Is it Salina, Kansas? I flew in. The, I flew in the Topeka, Kansas. Here I go. I'm driving three hours to Salina. Right down Tornado Alley, you're like, holy shit. The sky all of a sudden turns dark-ass black. You're like, oh, Lord. Take me home, brother. You be out there with the damn heel click. What is this? I don't see a tall building anywhere. If this tornado rips through, we're dead. Mm. Salina, Kansas. <laughs> all right, let me mess with you. I'm just messing with you guys, man. I'm just messing with Don't Don't get mad. I know I'm from California. I'm elite. I'm an elitist. But I've been to all of these places. Somebody said it's two hours. Yeah, I'm wrong. Two hours to Salina. And you took three planes. I took three planes from New York to get to Salina, Kansas. I was like, oh, my Lord, Jesus. Then a rental car driving three hours. Tornado picked me up and dropped my ass off. All right. Shout out to everybody in America. I love everybody, man. I love everybody's state. 
I, I mean, California, y'all can rank on California all the time. Let's get to Alicia Silverstein. Silverstein. What are we doing here? I haven't even dissed Canada yet. Where are they? Canada need to get dissed lately. Alicia Silverstein. That's what I call her. Here we are right here. Lisa Silverstone's son, husband. Let's go ahead and pop up a couple of stories about this um, and read an article about Alicia. Did I do all the contributions? I'll come back to it. Alicia Silverstone's son uh, shares why she still sleeps alongside her 11-year-old son, and his name is Bear. They have a picture of Ricky Martin there. That's not him. Uh, we're not going to show you a direct picture of Bear. His name is Bear. Alicia Silverstone explains her natural, quote, unquote, natural style of parenting with her son, Bear. Find out why she still co-sleeps with her 11-year-old. Now, if the, obviously, if the story was reversed and you said, I sleep with my 11-year-old daughter and her friends, it's going to be pretty sad. Just even if you just sleep with the daughter, it's going to be like, hmm, they're going to call you a metaphile or something like that. They said she appreciates the bond that she has with her son, Bear. This is problematic already. The Clueless star uh, recently got candid about her parenting style. This isn't parenting. This is somewhat abusive and, and uh, codependent. You obviously don't have a man you can sleep with, so you're choosing to replace the energy of a man with the somewhat masculine energy of your son. This is, this is despicable behavior. And uh, this is a child that she shares with her ex-husband, Christopher Jarecki. Let's go ahead and get a picture of Christopher. Let me see here. This is going to be her husband. Yep, that looks that looks just about right. That would be just what I think Christopher would look like. Man, masculinity is dead. Bear and I still sleep together. Man, what 11-year-old needs to be sleeping with a mama? This is creepy, bro. She shared on a July 19th appearance of the Ellen Fisher podcast, end quote, and I'll be in trouble for saying that, but I really don't care. Obviously not. If a man said that about his daughter, he'd be arrested. Alicia explained that she follows a natural style of parenting and comparing and compared keeping bear near her to animals, keeping their young close to them. This can't be real. She's, she's comparing that to, for wow. Quote, I'm a natural mama. And I just do what's natural. I'm a loving mama. I believe in love. And I believe in any woman that leads with love. And when it comes to their children, they're abusive as hell. I mean, I hear it sometimes and I'll be like that. that that's to me saying that you're missing love in other ways. And you're trying to replace it. Because that's the only thing you have to offer. That means you're crazy or something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to diagnose it. But what I believe is when when women do that with the relation to their children and they have to express express it or it's the only thing they can offer or they overemphasize it. What about discipline? What about financial support? What about mentorship? What about preparing them to be an adult? No, you're leading with love. That's abuse. I think that's somewhat abusive because that's all she can do and she's going to overindulge in it. Right. As a mom, you're preparing your kid to be self-supportive. You're preparing your kid to be financially dependent or independent. You're giving them education. You're letting them be free. This is the type of mother that won't let her 15-year-old son cross the street. I don't know about that. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know. 
I don't know about crossing the street. You're 15. He like, he still got the umbilical cord attached to his mama's nipple. You know what I mean? Like, or his navel. And she's like, oh, you're going to cross the street. Look both ways, bear. Put your helmet on on your bike. Don't drink out of the, the water holes. You're going to die out there. You know what I mean? Like that type of mom. But I love you. It's all about love. It's a hopeless romantic mom. It's despicable. People who use love like that, I it's a red flag to me. It's a real red flag. All right, so I'm just using that as an example here. Says right here, and I don't care what she says. She said right here, what did she say? I believe, she says, I believe in love. I believe in nature, and our society is scared of nature and scared of love. Well, that she's just, she's talking about me then. But uh, are you, am I sleeping in your bed? Somebody's sleeping in my bed. It says right here. She said, if you were in any kind of wild setting where there are animals, if you put your baby over there, your baby is going to get eaten. So it's not ideal for your baby to be over there. We're not in nature, ma'am. What are we doing here? You live in a probably a eight bedroom house. Despicable. It says right here. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, we're going to show it because they showed it. This is the sun right here. I'm not going to diss the sun. I'm not going to describe them. They put the sun in the article. I, I normally don't do this. But that would be her son. I'll let you guys figure that out. I'm going to let you say, <laughs> does he still wear a diaper? He still wears pull-ups, I'm sure. But I'm not going to talk about him per se. I'm not going to describe him. Elsewhere in the discussion, the last Survivor actress shared that being a mom is, quote, the most precious, most unbelievable experience in the world. However, she believes it's not for everyone, and anybody who doesn't want to do it shouldn't do it. Yeah, she lonely. She lonely for sure. She can't get no man, and I'm going to prove it. She can't find no man, so she's at the tail end of life. She's on her last 40. She's on her last 40 years. She done been weather-beaten. She ain't doing the Botox thing. Well, I, I can give her a little bit of credit. But uh, she actually became famous when she was very young. I think, what, 14 or 15? She played a Lolita in the movie The Crush. That was her first breakout, breakout role. So anybody that's old enough, remember, she played a Lolita-type character in which she she seduced a what would be an older man for her. But the guy probably was like 28 or 30. And she was 14 or 15 in the crush. And she seduces a older gentleman. And he, I don't, he didn't even hit it. He didn't even hit the skins. And he got arrested. And she went single white female on his ass. That's how, oh, the Aerosmith videos. Yes, the Aerosmith. So I think that's when she first hit the scene or was that second? I don't remember. Somebody says, no, really, who is this woman? She was an actress in the 90s. And she was on the movie Clueless. Her big movie is Clueless. Let me see if I have pictures of her. This is her big movie right here. The Clueless movie. That's who she's known for, Clueless. And Batman, I think she was Batgirl. I think she was Batgirl. This is her when she was young, a young tart. You know what I mean? They throw that young, they throw the young white woman out there and they sexualize her. Then they get mad when you sexualize her. You're like, you literally put her as a Lolita. <laughs> 
you'd be looking at it like uh they'd be like how dare you sexualize britney spears i'm like she's in the damn catholic schoolgirl outfit <laughs> you metaphile i'm gonna make the world a metaphile but uh that's typical what they do with, with a teenage tart white woman you know what i mean because she's at her peak <laughs> sadly enough she literally at her visible she's at her visual peak and then they parade her around there as jailbait. And if you'd be like, oh, boy, they're like, you metaphile. And then they do what? They make her, they actually do it. <laughs> they do it again and again and again and again. You see it? Pouty look, pink lips. And then they sell millions and millions of tickets. As soon as you look at her like, oh, boy, metaphile. <laughs> They'd be like, R. Kelly. This is her right here at her peak. I think she was, um, this is what she looked like then. This is what she looked like then. This is what she looks like now. Boy. It's a weird, that's a real transformation. Boy, I tell you, man, as much as we talk about sisters, I don't think the downhill, I don't think the downhill for sisters is this bad. I mean, if they could actually control their weight, Sisters, man, preserve their facial qualities much, much longer. Like, look, that's where you were, and that's where it ended. You know what I mean? Like, and you still going, Sean. Like, oh, man, it goes off the rails fast. That's sad. I mean, look at me, though. What else do we got to say about this particular? Oh, before we go into this, this is right here. She's overindulging and mother being the most precious thing. Come on, man. Your kid is not. You're not a mama bear no more. Your kid about to be a damn teenager. And you're holding on. It says right here, Alicia, who split from with Christopher in 2018, also said that she wanted her, she wanted to have more kids, but once her marriage ended, she focused on spending as much time possible with Bear. Bear. She says, I wanted to squeeze every little moment out of him. She explained, it wasn't until he was like three that I was ready to make another baby, but I didn't have a partner. So that's why I don't have four babies. Man. All right. And so what she tried to do was try to, it says right here, Alicia Silverstone was would consider having another baby with her ex-husband. She admitted that she wanted her son to have a sibling at one point. And it says right here, she may have redefined the term friendly exes while raising her seven-year-old son with ex-husband Christopher Jaraki, Jaraki, the actress admitted that she would love to expand her family at the same time she's currently not in a relationship. It says, but in a new magazine, in a new magazine interview or an interview with a new magazine working mother, Alicia inferred that she would consider getting pregnant again with the help of her ex. She done I've always dreamed of having a little girl to destroy. But, of course, I wanted another little bear, too. Another little bear. So what happens if it happens? So whatever happens if it happens is good to me. I'm not in a relationship, surprisingly. But there are other ways to make babies. The writer of the article wrote that asking Christopher for an assist is not off the table. Let's continue with some more stuff here. Alicia Silverstone, age 44. This was dated October 2021. Age 45. Reveals she was kicked off of two dating apps as she tried to find love three years after divorcing Christopher Jarecki. She down bad. She down bad. She getting kicked off a dating app, Sean. 
the reason she got kicked off is people didn't believe she would. It was the real Alicia Silverstone. So it wasn't like she was doing anything catfishing anyone, but people didn't believe it was her. So they kicked her off. And this was during the pandemic, I believe. This was, was it during the pandemic? I can't remember. Now let's give you the story that tops it all off, Sean. This is the story that makes it come on home. Alicia Silverstone says her son, Bear, tried to passionately kiss her after seeing her on Clueless. I told you, I always close. I always close, man. I always can fill in the gaps. I'm always going to get that research. I'm always going to get that one piece of the corner to make it fill in the blank. What is going on here? Now, this makes the sleeping in bed thing a little bit creepy now because this story was written May of 2022 and then conveniently by July 2022, we now have them sleeping in the same bed. Somebody sleeping in my bed. They trying to clear this up. What going on here, bruh? Let's read the story. Alicia Silverstone has astonishingly revealed astonishingly that revealed that her young son attempted to passionately kiss her after watching her on-screen antics. What? New 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 world order. And this is this this is the mom he was trying to kiss. This one right here. Yeah, this is what he was trying to kiss. I would have tried to kiss it. <laughs> All right, hold up. She was of age when she made the movie. How old was she? We'll do the research. But he was like, "Mama, you were so hot." And young. Despite admitting it was wasn't an age appropriate film, Alicia Silverstone has taken wait has wait Alicia Silverstone was too keen for her son to see her and clueless to refuse him. Wait, oh, refuse him to watch the movie. Oh, hold up, I was about to say the American actress who played. Cher Horowitz in the classic movie. That was her name. Then revealed that her son tried to intimately wait, tried to intimate wait. <laughs> I'm adding words. She then revealed that her son tried to imitate the kissing scene he'd seen on screen. He was so young and it's not appropriate, I think. For a five-year-old to watch that movie, Alicia confessed afterward, five. This was in May 20. How many sons you got? Maybe she got another son. It says right here, it's all about sex and stuff. So I just realized, oops, oopsie, I exposed you some sexual material. I'm sorry. Sounds like grooming. It says here, what he really picked up is he tried to kiss me like passionate kiss. Because that's what he saw in the movie. You're going to have to tell me how close we got to passionate. Like, did he kiss you on the lips and did he slide the tongue? I don't really want to know. But. She says, though, she said her son, now 11, had, quote, loved watching her play the lead in the film. She realized afterwards it might not have been the best idea for him to view it. I think she's trying to come clean. What do you think? I think she's trying to come clean. I think she's trying to clean it up. Wait a minute. I think she's trying to tell us something. 
because now we got the story about them sleeping in the same bed. Wow. Leave your comments about this particular video. Interesting. Let me get the contributors to, contributors to today's show. Did we get Cali West? I did keep, oh, I think I got all of the PayPals. Yes, we're at the 620 mark. I did get all of the PayPals. Thank you for the contributions over on PayPal. Oh, no, I didn't. I did get Triggerverse, and I think I got another brother here. Yeah, we got one more. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then we're going to let it go, man. We're going to let it go. Coasting the Friday, West Coasting over here. Speaking of West Coasting, West says Slackjaw. That's going to be another. We're going to have to throw Slackjaw in there, too, now. All them Slackjaws out here. You guys know what Slackjaw is. Dudes that be, they, they mouth be crooked and open. Hanging. Slackjaw. I love that one. We're going to have to throw that in with the rest of them. The Missing Link, Ham and Eggers, Knuckle Dragger, Slackjaw. Two more on the Cash app. Cesar Ramirez. Cesar, was you out there, homie? Pulling back the brother in the, in the pink shirt? Cesar Ramirez in the house. Shout out to you. Humble Lee says shout out to the coach gang. And, and that's you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man, we did it. We did it. I think we made it to Friday. Appreciate you. Friday morning, we're going to have our show. Again, I might think about doing a twit, Twitch stream Friday evening. I'm junior college out. I had a three-day streak of junior colleges and all flavors, and I'm done. <laughs> I don't need that much. I don't need that much company when it comes to women. All <laughs> right? It's, it's, um... You know, I've already had my feel. And then I had one flake and I was like, thank God. <laughs> right. And another one, she was ni 19. And I was like, I don't even want no more. <laughs> like, I'm done. Junior college out. Anyway, shout out to the coach. Guy. Oh, and if you aren't on the members content, we got some great shows, uh, information on members content as well. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. It is now to chill for the rest of the weekend. All right, brothers, we out of here. Protect yourselves, protect your meat, protect your money, your wallet, and all of that stuff. We out. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. That's what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Who?
You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs and 